Sunday Central's Form Express. Dubbo race today, one of the two meetings in New South Wales, and they have a seven-event card, the first at ten past one, and uh, racing on a track uh, rated as soft six. And Julie Rowland joins us to uh, find all the winners at, at Dubbo. Uh, good morning to you, Julie. How are you this morning? Oh, I'm very well, Dan. How are you? Yeah, going well. Excited that you might be able to find a few winner, winners for us today. Uh, I'm sure a lot of us need uh, them. Uh, gee, there's plenty of scratchings there for a track that doesn't look too bad, a soft six. Um, hopefully that made it easier to find the winners. But the, the first on the card, Julie, there's only a field of five now with the scratchings of two, four and seven. And number one, Quest for Honour, heads that market. The tab fixed odds price is 225 yeah, look, they're not exactly a reliable bunch in this first race. I have put Quest for Honour on top, simply because he's the only horse in the race that has won a race to date. And his run at Carroll last time out was quite good behind Prince of Tokyo. If he can run up to that effort, he'll be very hard to beat here. Uh, for second, I put in the five keen idea from the Cameron Crockett stable. It was a, a solid effort at Corendai last time when having his first go over the mile. Uh, for third, I've put in the long-time maid at number eight, Jade. She's had 34 starts. She is yet to win, but she has run a few handy races. And next best, probably number three, Borislav. One, five, eight, and three. Race number two, a, a slightly bigger field. Uh, the scratchings are two, three, four, seven, and nine. So that leaves uh, six runners. And uh, the six, Jeanne Dreamon is the favourite. Three dollars ten about number six. Then three forty for number eight, the Crab, and three sixty for Flutist, number ten. Yeah, look down on with the ten here, Flutist. Uh, she was trapped wide throughout at going last time and did a good job to stick on there and finish third. Uh, you'd expect her to get a kind of run here today from Barrier One with Grant Buckley in the saddle uh, to beat the six, Jeanne Dreamon. It was a Contested a stronger race at Hawkesbury last time where it finished fourth. Uh, for third, I'm thrown in the one angry Liam. It's only had the two runs since four Clint London, and its last start run at uh, Scone was very good. It didn't have a clear running in the straight. And for fourth, number eight, the Crab. Ten, six, one, and eight. Great name for a horse, isn't it? The Crab. <laughs> uh, race three, uh, the scratchings are one, two, and six. For a small field, it's it's a pretty open race because the favourite is the five lucky banner at 310 and on the next line of betting at 330 are numbers three Coupella and four Osman. Yeah, it is an interesting race, this one. I've put number five on top, Lucky Banner, but I wouldn't want to be taking any shorter than the odds currently being offered because uh, it hasn't won a race in almost two years. But she did run well at Newcastle last time, getting into the placings there in, in what looked to be a much stronger race than she's lining up in uh, here today. I thought the three is the main danger, Coupella, which looks an up-and-coming type. It um, appreciated the step up in distance at Cowra last time where it defeated Planet X. For third before Osmond, he won at Forbes two starts ago and did have a few excuses at Muzzlebrook last time out. And for fourth, I threw in number eight, Bad Boy McCoy. Five, three, four and eight. Race four, first leg of the quaddie at uh, Dubbo. Uh, we're previewing the meeting with Julie Rowland. Uh, the catching is the one and the favourite is number two, Majority at $2.50 from number three, Amicus Curie at four forty. 
Yeah, look, I think majority number two will be hard to beat here. It is getting out to a bit more respectable odds now. It opened up uh, really short in the market, but it, it's drifting out a little bit, which is certainly good for the punters. Uh, her run at here first up when uh, third behind Hampton Co was really good. She got a long way back and hit the line strongly, ridden by an apprentice rider that day. Um, Buckley goes on board here this afternoon. She's much better suited stepping up to the 1,200-metre trip. The second, I put in the three, Miss Kajiki, who had no favours from the outside barrier at Wyong last time. She did look good winning at Stone at the start prior, and she has a bit of weight relief here with a kilo and a half claim. For third, the five, Come On and Love Me, who will strip fitter for two runs back from a spell. And for fourth, I put in number six, Zalago from the Barbara Joseph stable. I'm making the trip up here to run this afternoon. Two, three, five, and six. Race five, the scratchings are two, three, eight, eleven, twelve, seventeen, eighteen, nineteen, and twenty. Now, Syrian Star is at two dollars fifteen. So, to this stage, it's the biggest field that we've seen uh, for the day, and we've got the shortest price favourite so far for the day. Two fifteen about Syrian Star, Julie. Yeah, look, I went, I went against it, uh, no knock on it, but uh, just looking for something at a bit more value. I, I've gone here with number five, Press Sydney, who usually runs very well fresh, uh, has a good record on the track. She was runner-up to Laughing Waters here, first up last time in work, and then came out and won over this trip, second up. I think she'll run a really good race here this afternoon. She's in with 55 kilos after the claim. Uh, to beat the 10 Syrian star, it was backed into favourites and got the money uh, won quite well at Tamworth when resuming so it's going to take a lot of benefit from that run you would expect. For third I put in the six Zachariah another one first up in a new stable now, um, formerly with John Sprague it's now with very astute local trainer Michael Mulholland so I'd certainly keep keep that safe and throw it into your multiples and for fourth I put in number seven Adelson who won well in the small field last start. Five, ten, six and seven. $7.50 for Press Sydney, your top selection there, so certainly a bit of value about it. Race 6, take out numbers 9 and 10. Number 2 hit the target is at $4.20, and favourite ahead of 1, a Magic Zariz at $5, then out to 4, Island Press at five fifty. dollars um, All bar 1 at $9 or under. Yeah, look, this is a, a wide-open race, this one, and I'm, I'm going here with number six, Larynx, on an each-way basis. He was having his first run for eight weeks when uh, they dropped him back to 950 metres at Cowra a fortnight ago, and he, he really uh, hit the line well there to take that race out. He's much better suited here, stepping up to the 1,400, and he's dropping seven kilos in weight today. I think uh, he'll give it a shake. Don't worry about the wide barrier. I'm, I'm expecting to see them scouting wide, and he is a back marker anyway. So, look, I think uh, he's got a few things going for him here. I put number two in for second, hit the target, who led them up at dub, led them up here last time out and stuck on well to finish second. Uh, for third, I've put in the top weight, the veteran galloper, a magic Zariz. He hasn't won for a long time, but uh, his run in the Narromine Cup last start was very good. And for fourth, number three, not a bad idea. Six, two, one, and three. And we get to the last on the card, and uh, this race is decimated by scratchings. Uh, take out two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, eleven, twelve, thirteen, fourteen, and seventeen. So there's just six left. Uh, Ravalawa number one is at two dollars forty. 
And on debut is the favourite ahead of number 10, Elmora, at $3.10. Yeah, well, look, uh, we're going a bit blind into this last race. The top weight has trolled really well, Dan, and uh, I think that's why we're seeing it favourite, because... Some of these others have got a lot of convictions alongside their names. So on its trial form and the fact that it's drawn barrier one, I'm going to go with it here uh, in the last. I put 10 in for second, Elmora, who um, was sent for a break after running third on the Beaumont track back in March. It was trained by uh, Scott Singleton and it's now with uh, Peter Stanley. It might be able to run a bold race fresh. Uh, For third, the 15, Sky Lover, who ran a nice race when resuming at Cowra. And for fourth, I threw in number 18, Are You Certain? 1, 10, 15 and 18 in the last. Of uh, seven at Dubbo. Okay, Julie, what about your best bets on the card? Well, the best bet today, Dan, I'm going with race four, number two, majority. I think uh, value-wise, uh, race six, number six, larynx each way is a, a really good bet. Um, and the quaddy numbers, I think the first leg just going with two and three, the second leg five, six, seven and ten, uh, the third leg I'm putting in two, three and six, and the last leg numbers one and ten. Thank you, Julie. Good luck today with uh, your thoughts at Dubbo. Thanks very much, Dan. Julie Rowland there. Dubbo, uh, seven events. The first at 10 past one. The track is rated as a soft six. Welcome back. We're looking at the Wyong meeting today, and Humphreys joins us to look at the uh, quaddy legs. The track is rated a soft five. The first of eight uh, scheduled to start at uh, 12.20. Thanks for joining us, Ian. I hope you're well this morning. Good morning, Dan. How are you going? Yeah, well, thank you. Um, you're all... Uh, uh, prepped up with a few winners for us at uh, Wyong. Uh, we're going to have a look at the quaddy legs, so we'll get to the fifth event on the card uh, for the first leg. The scratchings here are three and seven. Uh, it doesn't look a bad race either. Number nine, Mirror Queen, uh, is uh, hitting the market here at $2.80, Ian. Yeah, um, actually going with Mirror Queen here, Dan, the favourite. Uh, lightly race, won two straight in the country before, coming from well back last time. Uh, when when she placed the ram, we can a much stronger race. Uh, no worries at the uh, 2,900 metres. I think she's de- <coughs> definitely the one to beat. Number six, Alloway. Uh, he ran fourth in that same race at Randwick and probably looks the main danger again today. He's a winner at this track uh, three runs back. Put in number four, Deniliquin. He was strong in the grains last time. And number five, time rating for four. So I've gone nine, six, four and five. Race six, the second leg of the Quaddy Wyong. The scratchings are five, six, seven, and ten. And the Waterhouse bot trained Stone Coat is the odds on favourite. It's at a dollar ninety fixed odds with Tab. Number four prize draw, the second favourite at three ten. Yeah, he had to work hard to find the lead the last half from the Bad Barry in, in a better race at Rose Hill. Uh, she'll get an easy lead here today from Barrier One, but. First time out to 1,600 metres might be a, a slight query, so I'm not sure I'll be diving at the real short odds. Uh, number two, Dark Satin, the ex-Kiwi, was most unlucky at Kemba Grange last start. She will be suited getting out to this trip today. Number four, Prize Draw, was very impressive breaking through at Newcastle, over 1,400 metres, and uh, she can measure up here. And we'll put in number eight, uh, Lady Super Spy, into the four. So I've gone one, two, four, and eight. Race seven, the scratchings are one, five, and eight. Mayhem at uh, $2.90. Winner on debut is favourite from number three, Budwar, at 360. 
Yeah, I, I, I think it's a bit short, mate. Him, I'm going for number three here, Woodbore. Uh, batted away here last time in this grade. Has a good record at the track. But like most of these, doesn't have a great strike rate. Um, put in uh, number four. Jacqueline Reward was good last time and leading and battling on well at Newcastle. She's got a good chance. Uh, Mayhem was impressive on debut, but this is a big rising class today. Going to benchmark 64. Include her in the quaddy and we'll put in number two. Uh, always on show in for four. So I've gone three, four, nine and two. And the last of eight at Wyong, the scratchings are two, six, eight, and thirteen. Number four, Per Ivy heads the tab fixed odds market at three eighty from three. Don't doubt Katie at four eighty, and uh, around the six dollar fifty mark for numbers eleven and twelve. Forms of fear and uh, twelve is persistence. Yeah, tough finish. I'm going with the favourite though, Per Ivy. It was an easy win at Newcastle last start. Only lightly raced. She looks promising. Should be hard to beat here. Number three, uh, don't doubt Katie was an easy winner in resuming, but this is the rising class today. A uh, couple of the last part maiden winners, number 10, California Touch, and number 11, uh, Forms of Fear, they can measure up, and number 12 also has a chance to pass a test. So, tough finish, we've gone 4, 3, 10, 11, and 12. Okay, Ian, um, they're the quaddy legs we've looked at. Uh, what are your best bets for the day? Yeah, it's a uh, not easy now, I don't, I don't think. Uh, we'll uh, go back to race race three, number four, Sandstock. Uh, it was well supported, but never really got warm in resuming at Newcastle. Uh, much better suited here getting to the 30, uh, 1,600 metres. She one second up last time in, a couple of key scratchings here. I think she'll be hard to beat, so she's the best race three, number four. Uh, and then the value will go um, to race Race seven, number three, Buddha War, I think each way. Um, there's still eight runners, so each way Buddha War can't see him missing a place. Uh, the Coddy, the first leg, will take numbers four, six, and nine. Second leg, one, two, four. Third leg, two, three, four, nine. And come home with three, four, ten, eleven, and twelve. Uh, terrific, Ian. Thanks for your time, and good luck at, at Wyong. Thanks, Dan. Howard Walter joins us to uh, have a look at the uh, complete program, the eight races at Sunshine Coast. Uh, good morning to you, Howie. How are you? Good, thanks, Dan. How's yourself? Yeah, going well, mate. Uh, but always hungry to find a winner or three. Um, yeah, so don't, right. let that, don't let that put you off. Doesn't matter what day of the week it is. Uh, <laughs> we're <laughs> at the Sunshine Coast today. Um, sounds like the track conditions are pretty good uh, with, a, with a soft five. Yeah, it's a soft five. There might be a shower, but it's going to be low 20, so I don't think the track conditions will be key. What can be key is today with the rail in the true. Early on, I think everyone should at least watch the first couple of races. I'm not saying don't bet in them, but look and see if horses are railing in the straight or angling to that crown, because I would expect they'll be wanting to get to the middle of the track, but always keep an open mind till they do that. All right, well, race one's over the mile. Uh, no scratchings. Number one, Cat Deal at $2.40. And uh, the seven is Proust at $4.40. So they're your top two in the market for race one. And if I was framing the market, Dan, I'd have them the other way around. I like seven Proust. Now, this mare originated in New Zealand. Um, first up for David Van Dyke back on the 10th of August, placed fourth, beaten two lengths. The winner there, third time round came out and has won again. A horse that was close behind has got 
name escapes me, it's come out and won. It's shaping up as being a very good form race. This horse was going to run a dip switch on Wednesday over 1,700 and they changed the distances of the 1,700 races back to 1,350. So David Van Dyke scratched it from there. She's in the mile here at her new home. Matt's somewhere in the first four or five. She'd get a lovely run. And as I said, out of a strong form race, I think she's the one to beat. Now, number one, Cat Deal was a very good debut on a day where horses were coming from the tail, coming wide, and that's what he did. He was nearly last at the turn. Flash time late for second. He's going to eat up the 1600s. There's no doubt about that. Um, and he may well run past Proust, but I'd rather be on Proust in the run. Then you've got number three, Yangari, well and truly overdue. Wants the 1600. Forget it went round last start. Drawn wide, so it's going to get back and have to circumnavigate. And otherwise, number six, the Trillo. Ready to run to its best form, but has got barrier one and can lack gate speed, so might be in the worst part. Time will tell. Seven for mine on an each-way basis, hard to beat, from one, three, and six. Race two, Sunshine Coast. The scratchings are two, 12, and 13. Dramatica number nine is at 310 from the Golan Yard favourite uh, from the seven slick shooter, a first starter at $3.80. I'm with nine Dramatica at Tony Golan Horse. First up, um, ran second at Eagle Farm, beaten less than a length. Um, it should get a good run here somewhere, I would imagine, no worse than third or fourth in the run. The horse at got to beat as 11 Zuvalu. This will, this will strip the fittest. Most of these horses in this race are either on debut or second up, whereas Zuvalu's having fourth run in. So the Heathcote Mayor should, should parade the fittest. Found the 1100 too far last start. Back to a 1000 or suit. Drawn outside up on the pace. Should get the right run. Seven slick shooter, the first starter you mentioned, has had a total of five trials over a period of 16 months. Recently trialled second or first starter drawn the outside, that might be a plus and then number 8, Swiss Element conversely drawn the inside maps to be just behind the leaders but might be in the wrong spot I keep coming back to 9 and 11 9, 11, 7, 8 Race 3, Howie at the Sunshine Coast, uh, this race has one withdrawal, number 10 number 2, Jerry Mander at uh, 2.40 from the Kendrick Yard, uh, is the favourite from 3, Goddess of Peace at 4.20 and then number five, Mashani Magic at $6. Yes, again, you've got quite a few horses either having their debut or resuming from spells. So I ended up tipping number two, Jerry Mander, on top when we went to press without a great deal of confidence, but the market has absolutely hammered this filly since markets went up. That's a great sign, Stuart Kendrick with Jimmy Orman to ride. So with all that money, the only concern probably is whether barrier one's a problem. So it looks the one to beat. Three goddess of peace, placed all four this time in. So again, here's a horse that should parade as fit as anything, if not the fittest. She'll be on the pace. Tegan Harrison drawn the middle of the track. She'll get the right run. Number four, human me. had a couple of runs from a spell. There's a brave run first up. Found the 1,100 too far second up. Gets back to the 1,000. Fitter again. And then I put in number 12, which is Wicked Chance. Fourth run in. Should get a good trail. Um... I prefer it as a place chance. The horse I would keep in mind is number five, Mashani Magic. If those first two races, horses drawn out wide, seem to be advantage. But I can't tip them all. Going with the, um, the good support for number two. Two, three, four, twelve. 
Cherrying men to open four dollars. Even earlier today, it was two eighty. So it's now into two forty. So you're right. There's certainly been plenty of support for it. Uh, the fourth event, the scratchings are eight, nine, eleven, and fifteen. And it's Flying Rupert, number three. Uh, Tony Gollan prepared is at $3.10. Quite a few horses, though, around the 7 to $11 mark. The second favourite is Payne Barra, number 12. It's at seven fifty. Yeah, this is another tricky race. You've got um, five horses on debut. You've got another one first up and a couple others that are second up. Now, I'm gone with number six, Heroic Spirit, which opened up $21 and has been specced. Uh, look, on Gaboo, uh, the rider took hold. It wound up four wide to the turn. It was beaten just a tick over three lengths. Then they stepped it up to 1,200. He was thereabouts at the 100-metre mark and knocked up. So back to the 1,000 on his home track, trained by Daryl Hansen. I just thought he was a value chance. The blinker's first time as well. But it's a difficult race. And what really makes it difficult is number three, Flying Rupert, which is trialled well before the debut and trialled well before the recent resumption. So it started $1.45 heavily backed on Daboo and finished fourth of seven. Again, they put the money on first up, started $1.95 and knocked up and ran seven to nine. The tongue tie goes on today, but you've got to be forgiving. But not, having said all that, he went up a better price than he currently is, so they're betting again. Um, but on that SP profile, I'm going to put him in second. Otherwise, five, hell approaching. Last start ran third of five at Eagle Farm after missing the start three or four lengths, so it wasn't a bad run. And he had the two starts. He's opened to further improvement. Number seven, Hobsey. Trialled well before resuming at Doomman. Was a weak run. Finished second last. But it had trialled well as Blinker's first time. And again, this is a horse that's been supported in the early markets at a price. So, found this very tricky race, Dan. But at the odds, I'm with six ahead of three, five, and seven. Heroic Spirit touched $18. It's in the $12 now, your top pick. You mentioned Hobsey, $15 and $8, number seven. And Flying Rupert, five fifty dollars at open, and they've crunched it again into $3.10. So keep an eye on those markets. A few of them are tightening right up. Okay, to the quaddy legs. Uh, Howard race five, first leg of the main quaddy. The scratching is number three. It's, a, it's an open race for not a big field. $4 each of two. Numbers one, knock knee, and nine, the drover. Yeah, I'm with number one, Carlix. Had the two starts from a spell. It's trained on the track by Tony Hayden. First up, fist at Eagle Farm. Carried the 60 and a half kilos. Was beaten three lengths by Osamu. Then went up to Rockhampton, finished fourth and six. I think the key to this horse is obviously he'll be fitter for those two runs, but on his home track he's won three of nine, including one from one at this 1,200 metres. He's a proven weight carrier. He'll be somewhere in the first four, and the run should get a good ride from Samantha Collett. Four abdicating, fitter for two from a spell, proven at the track, eight starts, two wins, three placings, chance on his best form. Um, then you've got number seven, Knock Knee, the Kendrick horse. She was a very good win last start on the heavy eight. That was five weeks ago. Real question mark as to why five weeks between starts, but she's good on her day. Has drawn gate one, so keep that in mind. And then nine, the drover. First up from a spell, was formerly raced in New South Wales. Now with Natalie McCall. Market's always a very good guide for the Natalie McCall stables, in particular when they're resuming from spells. The right riders aboard Tiff Booker, so just watch the markets. One, four, seven, nine. And Calic number one, your top selection, is at $5, but it is a, an open race. The uh, sixth event on the program, the scratchings are one, seven, and nine. Number two, Funny Money, is at 310 and is favourite from eight. Peachy's Dream at 480. 
there's a number of horses around the seven and nine dollar mark as well, but the two at the head of the market, funny money. So the first thing I do is a speed map, and when I was doing the speed map for this race, every horse nearly was a leader. So I'm straight away looking, well, who's going to sit back off this pace with the rail in the true? And that horse is number 11, Zoo Zoo Amore. So the main reason I'm going for Zoo Zoo Amore is she'll have last crack at the lot of them. Now, first up, she ran on the poly, and there was really no support for her, and she got beaten four lengths, but they don't all handle the poly. Keep in mind, she's only had the four starts, so her previous campaign, second up at home, she bolted in by four lengths at a dollar sixty. So I'm just thinking, she's proven second up. There's so much speed elsewhere. Luke Tarrant can just watch it all unfold and hopefully bring her home. So I thought she's a nice price on an each way basis to go with. Ahead of number ten, Scream Queen, first up from a spell train on the track, it was a good run. First up last time in, it was on pace oppo that day, and she finished third. Six half a hope, first up from a spell. They've taken the blinkers off. Last time was first up over 1,200. This time only 1,000. I could see this horse sitting off the lead and running on. And otherwise, number two, Funny Money, another horse that's resuming in the Kendrick Stable, has placed three of six fresh. But, yeah, I'm thinking 11 could be the way to go. 11, 10, 6 and 2. $8, Zoo Zoo Amore, number 11 in race number 6. We're about three minutes away from Healesville, uh, which is our next broadcast uh, commitment. Race 7 of 8 at Sunshine Coast. The scratchings are 3, 15 and 19. And Lion's Tooth from the Kendrick Yard placed all three this prep. 340 favourite, uh, Kelkarius, number 5 at 460. A good chance as well. Yeah, I'm with the market runners. Number 5, Kelkarius. Blue to start two starts ago it was a game on pace effort last time, placing third. We're going forward here, drawn out wide. Shouldn't be too much on pace opposition. Number four, Burrs. Bursley did well at Ipswich after missing the start four or five lengths, then third at its latest. Number eight, Lions. Two, ridden quiet last time up in trip, finished off nicely. Goes further up in trip today, but we'll respect the judgment of Stuart Kendrick. Only won one from 20, just the same. And then number seven, Kamada, was any old price winning its maiden last start, a lightly race seven-year-old. His final 200 was strong. The mile suits, he'll get further in time. Five on the pace from four, eight and seven. And in the last event, uh, Howie, the scratchings are one, two, three, five, six, ten, sixteen, seventeen and nineteen. Uh, the favourites, twenty, Chief Artie at three twenty. 18 Sabalinkos at $4.20 amongst some of the stronger chances. Well, I'm going for the um, stable mate of the favourite, which is 18 Sabalenka. A win and three placings from four starts this time in. Blinkers first time, Matt's well racing well. Head of 15 Orphans Trust, first up from a spell, used to race in Victoria. Had the two trials for Billy Healy, won its latest. Has got barrier one, so I'm keeping an open mind about it at the moment. 11 Tabulam was a good run first up, then second, running on well. Uh, should run on well here. Barrier two, so keeping an open mind. And seven stars, and they put him up to 1400. He led, which I don't think suited. Um, so he's back to 1200. He's wearing a tongue tie. I think he'd be ridden quieter and could improve. 18, 15, 11, and seven. But just watch those two drawn inside. I might take them out of my selection just to pattern says I should. Okay, keep an eye on the uh, progress of the day there in the racing pattern. Howie, what about your best bets? So I'm going to say the best bet. Race one, number seven, Proust, SAU, race six, number 11, Zuzu Amore, Quaddy, one, four, seven, nine, into two, six, ten, eleven, four, five, seven, eight, fourteen, 
4, 7, 11, 15, 18. And the play of the day, a win and place all up. Race 1, 7. Race 6, 11. Excellent. Uh, Howard, thank you very much and good luck uh, with your uh, thoughts at the Sunshine Coast. Good on you, Dan. Have a great day. Cranbourne Harness uh, race uh, this afternoon, evening. Um, probably, well, it's a twilight meeting, isn't it? It starts in the daylight and finishes under the lights. 4.59, the first event. Luke Humphreys had a busy weekend. I heard him at Mildura Friday. He was at Melton for a pretty good night of harness racing last night and uh, will be setting off to uh, Cranbourne today. But uh, when you love the harness racing, you uh, would be enjoying every minute of it. Luke, hopefully you got enough sleep last night, though. Yeah, got enough, Dan, and um, I'm, yeah, where were we? Kilmore Thursday night, uh, Mildura Friday night, and uh, Melton last night for Trot's Vision, and um, yeah, probably looking forward to saying all clear on the last race tonight, getting over to going to bed, uh, to be honest, because it's been a busy couple of days, but anyway, um, yeah, eight of the best tonight, and um, yeah, it's a, not a bad little program, a few nice horses going around, and yeah, the first race is before five o'clock. Race five is the first leg of the quaddy. We'll look at the quaddy leg. Star Hunter's the favourite here. It's a dollar fifty, so it's got a stranglehold on the betting. Uh, the tab fixed odds one fifty number five. Star Hunter five fifty for number ten, which is uh, La Belle Bajou, and then well into double figures for the others. Yeah, Star Hunter is uh, prepared by Jane Davies, and of course was able to uh, resume uh, with a victory over the course and distance on the ninth of this month. That was his first run for three years. You go back to his runs as a juvenile, uh, he ran perfect stride to a head in the semi-final of the Breeders' Crown and was third to be Happy Mark and Miragon in the Edgar Tatlow as a juvenile. So, look, when you, you look at all that, I, I think only second-up syndrome would be getting him beaten and uh, Star Hunter following that uh, just under five-and-a-half-metre victory here uh, 19 days ago. He should be able to follow up. 12-bottom blister run second, I thought was a decent enough place bet. Uh, 30 Montana Flash was a good, very good winner the other night. The tough draw at 10 La Belle Bijou, who's a second up race next. 5, 12, 13, 10. Race 5. Race uh, 6. A shorty here in just a little sip, but uh, he is uh, 4 for 4 in Australia. Can you find any chinks in his armour? He's at $1.22 in race 6. Yeah, look, I don't think there's any chinks in his armour, Then I think the only thing that could possibly get him beat would be... Um, you know, he, he's got the outside front row barrier over the mile, so unless he has to do a, a stack of work, um, just, just only notice this. Then this is this is the um, probably no surprise going on. You know, uh, considering he's a former Kiwi, but he he's uh, never raced over a sprint distance before. So that there you go. That might be the only chink in his arm, but I, you'd still think it wouldn't be uh, enough to get him beat. Obviously, he's got the widest barrier as well over the mile, but look, as you say, Danny, he's four from four. In this country, obviously, saw some horses are going to be very uh, competitive in the derby. Uh, last night at Melton, I think his horse is, going to, is every inch a genuine derby contender. Um, and look, he can put the picket fence against his name. He went around in the trial at Mirabar seven days ago, went past every horse in the last lap, with the exception of the leader, which was better be the bomber, of course, won last night. And uh, the third horse in that race, Caramar Solomon, didn't go too badly three-year-old group three last night either. So it'd be the upset of the night if he got beat. Marcus, that's from the Sydney three-year-old, number three, rate second over Captain Maastricht, number one, and number two of Perfect Dance, who have both got good draws. Seven, three, one, two, rate six. About two minutes away from the next event at Healesville, where the favourite is eight rule mint at 2.25 fixed odds from seven. Uh, Peter the best at $2.90. Uh, Luke Humphrey's looking at Cranbourne, the third leg of the quaddy race, number seven. This is an open race, $4 each of two, two Caledonian Terra and six Madame West. Yeah, these last two races are very competitive. Uh, 
plenty of chances here, Race 7. Look, Madam West uh, hasn't had the best of luck recently, but regardless of that, she still hasn't been far away. And look, despite the barrier drawn one from the outside on the front row, I think you'll get a run for your money if you back her each way. Most recently was fifth at Kilmore 12 days ago, beating 40 metres behind Did She Do It? And uh, you go back three runs ago, was third here at Cranbourne, 24th of July, uh, over the uh, middle distance here behind Master Remy. So, look, she'll go close. She just needs a bit of luck. Plenty of chances. Seven Diego's diving for second. Five Rocky Bomber for third. Two Calamari and Terry first up for fourth. JB and Tommy Blino was four and eight the other chances. Six, seven, five, two, the top four tips in race. Uh, the top four numbers, race seven. And in the last event, uh, the three and the four come out. Uh, the five, Nicole's Cruiser is the favourite at $3.10, but Alpha Crucis, Better Sport and Away Overnight are all well in the market. Yeah, this is another hard race. Look, Way Overnight's got ordinary form. He was an easy 12-metre win, winner at his last victory in Maldura in December. He got to the finish nicely for third at Love behind Love by in a troll at Geelong last Monday night. So that sort of run at the trolls there would suggest um, he'll go close from the draw, I thought. Alpha Crucius hasn't raced well over a month. has been building up to a victory. Didn't eyes the chance. Better sport as well. Nicole's Cruiser Skidel shot another open race. One seven nine eight in the last race, eight. Okay, they'll be at the boxes at Hillsville. Just haven't picked up any pictures there yet. So we just might uh, get your best bets uh, first, Luke. Yeah, best bet race three, number six, our kicky boots. Uh, dropping down to a nice race, race four, number three, Wadu Sole, who's first up at trial well. They're the two best bets, race three, six, and race four, three. The value is race eight, number one away overnight. And then the quaddy Dan, first leg, race five, five, one out. Second leg, race six, seven, one out. Third leg, race seven, two, four, five, six, seven, eight. Fourth leg, race eight, one, five, seven, eight, nine, ten for a full unit, $42. Terrific. Thanks very much, Luke. Enjoy your night at Cranbourne. Will do, Daddy. Thanks, mate. It's now time to talk Greyhound Racing with George Faruja. Good morning, George. Good morning, Dan. How are you? I'm going well, mate. Um, what about yourself? Um, with uh, the attention on Wentworth Park last night, the, the Nationals are, um, historically speaking, they're uh, one of the n- most known of the uh, the Greyhound uh, Racing series, and uh, they're... Uh, they um, peaked last night. Yeah, they did. And look, we're um, proud Victorians, so we don't like to mention that New South Wales um, had a clean, uh, clean sweep yesterday, but both really deserved winners. And both that we discussed on radio, I thought that they were both very hard to beat. Super Estrella probably can't find a more deserved winning to be a deserved winner. Sorry, Dan, because she's been racing against some very, very good greyhounds. Always seems to find one better at this type of level. But her heat win, she put the riding on the wall and she led all the way over the WA Greyhound Star Bell and the Victorian Moraine Susie. So well done to trainer David Smith with Super Australia. And in the, the sprint championship, yeah, we were keen on her all week and she didn't let us down. Good odds cash. Some dicey moments turning for home. I thought simply Limelight, the other New South Wales chaser, was going to grab her, but she just really dug in to show her champion qualities to win over Simply Limelight and the Tasmanian. McInerney was a terrific run after beginning so well to get third. Unfortunately, the Victorian Dusty Burbsky finished at the tail of the field, just bombed the start, was never in contention. So congratulations to New South Wales. Next year we're at the Meadows, so hopefully we can reclaim the crown. 
Might be a, uh, a Victorian um, a winner next year, perhaps, if we can bet long-term. But uh, you would have heard some of the replays in Andrew Cuse's uh, sport updates throughout the morning of those two feature race winners. So why not relive the performances of Good Odds Cash and Super Estrella? Simply Limelight Box won the favourite. They're ready. And they're racing, and he was away okay. Good odds, Cash fast out. She leads at the first corner. McInerney's carving across from out wide, and they go together into the first turn. Simply Limelight's only a length away, going up on the rails. Fourth is Fly for Tricks. They're followed then by Dusty Burbsky. Well back the inside is Throttle, and they're followed Richard Honor and Bandit Ned. Simply Limelight getting up on the inside of Good odds, Cash rounding the turn. Simply Limelight hit the lead. Good odds, Cash comes back. Good odds, Cash regains the lead. It turns. A crowning glory. Good odds cash has beaten Simply Limelight in a cracking national sprint. McInerney's run the race of his life in third. Close up behind them, throttle and fly for tricks. They're followed Bandit Ned Richard Honor and Dusty Burbsky. The time 29.79. <laughs> And they're racing now, and Super Estrella, she bounced beautifully straight to the lead from Moraine Susie, who's across into second placing. Third is Sarbel down on the rails, and fourth is Gypsy Wyong. There followed no keeper getting up on the fence. Well back is Fantastic Radley from Highland Wonder, and last is Days of Thunder, but Super Estrella, she put the foot down mid-race, and she opened up by six. Sarbel into a clear second, then Moraine Susie, no keeper, next Fantastic Radley and Gypsy Wyong, Super Estrella off the back. She leads it by four. Zarbell's gradually making ground on her. They turn it. Super Estrella clear by three. Super Estrella, a superstar. Beat home Zarbell by two and a half. Third, Moraine Susie. Fourth, no keeper. They're followed in then by Days of Thunder. Well back, Fantastic Radley, Gypsy Wyong and Highland Wonder. The time, 41.59. They're the winners of the Nationals, the sprint to good odds cash and the uh, the stayers final to Super Estrella last night from Wentworth Park. George, um, Sandown Park today, we'll look at the quaddy legs, uh, race number five on the program, so that's our, our first leg. Um, the scratchings are the reserves. A cardigan Girl is the favourite here. The fixed odds tab favourite is at $2.60, number two in race five. My numbers are one, two, and four. I've gone flower pot box on top. Uh, a couple of her wins recently at Sale have been really good. Um, she's got to the line well. Um, I don't mind where she's drawn. She's had three starts over this um, from this box, and she's won all three. Yes, there's a little bit of a step up in class, but she's a she can she's in good form, and I think she can win this Cardigan Girl. The clear danger. Another one, not always the best to begin, but a couple of its runs recently at the Meadows have been okay. And we'll throw in number four, Cryptic Vixen who has won three out of four here and a very good PB of 29.75. A little bit of a tricky draw, but um, she can get clear around that first corner. I think she'll be hard to beat. So for the Damsels, Dash will go one to beat two and four. Flower Pod Fox at $4.20, number one. In the sixth event, and the uh, reserve's not required, uh, Springvale Maddie is the favourite here at uh, $2.00. Yeah, look, a greyhound that's come from South Australia with very good form, in really good hands with Jackie Greeno and Look, it's only had the two starts at Sandown. Sort of haven't been in, con- in contention, but been racing, raced against some very good greyhounds. This is a drop-in class for it. You'd expect it to go quite well, Springvale Maddie, if she brings her best. So number four on top. Of the others, number five, Counterpunch, will lead, or go close to leading, and then will be hard to run down. 
a greyhound uh, with a lot of ability. Uh, then we'll throw in number three, Stupify, whose win at the Meadows two starts ago was impressive. And number eight, Angus Keeping, another one with good early speed. So this run to the first corner is going to be all important, but I've gone four to beat five, three and eight. Race uh, number seven to our third league of the quaddy at Sandown. The scratching is the one, so the ten gets a start from box one. Uh, Queen Amarok is the hot favourite here, George. $1.70, number two. Yeah, hard to beat. Good win last start at the Meadows. Look, didn't begin all that well. Um, actually, in her last couple, she hasn't, um, Dan, but she has shown earlier in, his, in her career that she can hop out of a box quite well. Um, look, she should be able to outpace the greyhound that's come into the box, uh, box one from, from rug 10, and I think Queen Amarok will be hard to beat. Of the dangers, I've got number three, Parcival, whose win at Sandown uh, back in May was good. Showed good speed that day. And then we'll throw in number five, Chill Out Cookie, who three starts ago at the Meadows was a nice winner. Um, showed good speed. And despite the box draw, certainly won't leave it out of the quaddy. So two to beat three and five. And the final league of the quaddy at Sandown, race number eight. And the scratchings are two, eight, nine, and ten. Numbers eight and nine, late scratching. So there's just the six runners here. But Francis Benali is, well, it's a hot favourite. It's a dollar twenty-eight. Yeah, it's another greyhound that's drawn absolutely perfect, just like one we mentioned before. Three starts off box one, Dan, for three wins. A couple of its runs recently have been very good, including a, a four-and-a-half-length second behind Shot of Red, who's gone on to be a very, very handy winner at the Meadows more recently. So Francis Benali, very, very hard to beat. Of the others, number five, Ambush, gives them a start. We'll be powering home. Number seven, George's Fancy, has been thereabouts more recently. But one to beat five and seven. And your best bets, and if you want to just recap your quaddy, your structure of your quaddy. Yeah, quaddy numbers, uh, Dan. First leg, one, two, and four. Second leg, three, four, five, and eight. Third leg, two, three, and five. And we come home with one, five, and seven. I'll have one later in the program, race 12, number six, Whispers Blair. Watch this greyhound win provincially very impressively. And there's a question mark whether it's going to run out in the 500, but the way it got to the line at Horsham, I'd suggest if it leaves, it'll be hard to beat. So race 12, number six. Also keen on one early, uh, Dan, who get, should get the chocolates. Race one, number two. It's only short, but it should be winning. Race one, number two, Mapungatilly. Terrific. Well, look forward to that at Sandown today. And again, thanks for your time, and thanks for looking back on those two big races at Winnie Park last night, George. Uh, have a good rest of the weekend, Dan. Likewise. George Fruger there.